0: This is the business of sports. Let's talk Super Bowl and Fox Sports. Every single thing that occurs, I want people to remember this is a business.
1: Guaranteed money isn't necessarily guaranteed.
0: Michael Barr. How high can these valuations go? Scott Sosnake. Duke.
1: Everybody loves rooting against him, right? Evan
0: Novi Williams.
1: Off the field, the NBA has never been buzzier.
0: And the leaders in the sports industry. Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred.
1: Mike Oresco, he's the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference. Jared Smith, president of Ticketmaster. Mindy the race car driver Helio
0: Castroneves. Bloomberg, business of sports from Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Michael Bond.
1: I'm Evan Novi Williams.
0: And we miss Scott Sashna. Come back. This is a special Tuesday. Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. And oh, Nelly, we've got the two Super Bowl contenders. I know a wife that's extremely happy, the San Francisco 49ers up against the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's not cheap to get to Super Bowl 54 in Miami.
1: It's a good thing you didn't promise your wife that if the 49ers make the Super Bowl that you would be paying for her for her ticket. Because uh, you're right, they, <laughs> are, um, they are quite pricey. You you know, as we record this right now on Tuesday... You know, tickets are selling right now, average over seven thousand yeah. um, dollars, which is a bit higher, you know, than, than most years at this point right now. I think the demand, you know, you can point to a few things. These are two, you know, classic NFL franchises, neither of whom have won a Super Bowl uh, in, in quite a while, right? So these are fan bases that are itching to get there. Uh, it's in Miami, which doesn't hurt either, right? But but for most of the people that, that I've talked to or have heard from in the ticket world, they're expecting this to be one of the most expensive, if not the most expensive, Super Bowl ticket ever.
0: She was looking at it too on the on her uh, smartphone. It's like, boy, do you know that if you try to get a cheap ticket, it's going to be like about almost five thousand dollars just for one ticket. And I'm thinking, uh, yeah, that's that, a nice conversation.
1: To have. That might end up being low. yeah. if I mean, if you look at the kind of the way Super Bowl ticket prices, they used to, you know, they would spike a bit right after, you know the the conference finals, right? when we knew which teams were playing and all the fans were, you know, rushing to get tickets. And then we'd kind of see this kind of steady decline towards game day where prices dropped. Last couple years, we haven't seen that quite as much, right? And I think kind of the the assumption is that the, the Super Bowl ticket market has changed a little bit, and we may not see this kind of steep dip in the final couple days that we've seen in years past.
0: It's all the ancillary things also that always – peaks my interest is that you know you have the the parties and you have the limos that are co- limo drivers by the way do a lot of business during the Super Bowl and I'm assuming in Miami that it's going to be the same
1: thing I was going to say if if you you know, like the party scene, uh, where better to have your Super Bowl, yeah. right, than, than Miami? Uh, and we've talked, you know, a couple of weeks ago we talked about uh, NFL On Location, right, uh, The which just recently sold, right? This is their biggest event of the year, right? It's all access to those kind of things, right? So there's, you know, your own concert there's access on the in the locker room on the field after your team if they win etc there's there's so many packages going around along that so yes you know when we say seven thousand dollars for the average ticket that's just a ticket to the game that doesn't include yeah. any of these really premium packages or anything else that's happening in miami that weekend
0: speaking of the super bowl guess who is now number one on the nfl players association's list of top selling players. This man has surpassed Tom Brady, and I'll give you a hint. He scrambles like a champ. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Kansas City's Patrick Mahomes, he has supplanted New England's Tom Brady as the AFC champion quarterback, and now uh, he is selling jerseys like there's no tomorrow.
1: I'm actually surprised that he didn't. Rise on this list faster, right? Every year, the NFLPA puts out its list of the fifty top-selling players, right? That includes jerseys, t-shirts, right. bobbleheads, you know, all all that kind of merchandise. And every year, it feels like Tom Brady is at the top of the list, and it shocks me every year because at some point, every Patriots fan owns a Tom Brady uniform. Or t- how how much more do you need if you're a Patriots fan, right? But past two years, Tom Brady's been top of the list. This year, it looks as though. Patrick Mahomes, who is the odds-on, I think odds-on favorite right now to win Super Bowl MVP. I yeah. thought it was even lower than even money right now. Uh, it looks like he is going to supplant Tom Brady, and who knows, given you know the way he's playing, we may see a, another 20-year span of, of Patrick Mahomes at the top of the list.
0: Speaking of 20, did you see that scramble that he made mm. to get to the end zone? I, I mean, he should have been trapped some time ago, and, I, and that's when I said right then and there, uh, when I saw the replay of that, I'm like, you know what? I see where you, <laughs> I see where they won the game. Tom Brady's right not
1: there. making that scramble. <laughs> no,
0: not at all. They I do.
1: I do wonder if we're kind of seeing this changing of the guard of of NFL stardom a bit, right? So our Super Bowl this year is going to have two younger quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo and and Pat Mahomes. Lamar Jackson was obviously a darling for for much of the season this year. Earlier in the playoffs, eliminated. Tom Brady was out. Drew Brees is out, Aaron Rodgers is out, Russell Wilson is out. I do wonder if we're kind of entering this new... Age of NFL stardom, where the big names now are your Mahomes, or your Garoppolo, or your Jackson, and less so these aging stars like Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and and Tom Brady.
0: Speaking of which, you, there's a State Farm commercial with Drew Brees. Mm. I'm sorry, with uh, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And Mahomes is kind of like you know, hey, this is my he's you the know, young up he's and the young up and comer. Yeah. I wonder if those roles are going to flip when we see the next State Farm. That's commercial. interesting. It's like, yeah, this is. Uh, This is my buddy Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. Finally, let's turn the world of mixed martial arts. Ultimate fighting champion, superstar Conor McGregor. He made his return to the Octagon Saturday night in Las Vegas. After a 15-month layoff, McGregor beat his opponent, the veteran Donald Cerrone, in under one minute.
1: Michael, I think it took you longer to read that little section right there (laughs) than it did for McGregor to knock this guy out. Uh, But a big night for anyone, I think, who is associated uh, with UFC and mixed martial arts, this is a sport, boxing is the same way, where you know the, the big money fights happen when you have a star who transcends just the sport itself, where normal people who don't really follow MMA want to tune in and watch people fight. Conor McGregor has been that star for UFC for so long. He retired. He's retired multiple times. He hasn't really fought much in the past four or five years, and in his stead, no one, to my knowledge, has really stepped up and taken the mantle as this, you know, firebrand, really exciting, also controversial person who who average Joe sports fans are, are willing to pay to watch him fight. Now he's back, right? So he he beat you know this guy in in less than a minute this weekend. He Don't says he's, name him Cowboy or something. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, he says he's going to fight at least two more times this year, which must be music to your ears if you're if you're a UFC executive. And we're starting to hear rumblings again of maybe Conor going back to boxing. Remember, he won you know, over he made over a hundred million dollars when he fought and lost uh, yeah. to Floyd Mayweather a couple of years ago. But I think if you're you know a potential opponent. For Conor McGregor, you're happy, right? Because that's that's a much bigger payday for you. I think this guy Cerrone had the biggest payday of his career in losing in under a minute to Conor McGregor. Um, if you are ESPN, which just shelled out a lot of money, to, to broadcast UFC rights, you're, you're thrilled that Conor McGregor's back. If you're UFC, you're happy. Remember, the owners of UFC are William Morris, IMG, Endeavor, and a bunch of private equity firms. They're happy as well. I think everybody is thrilled that Conor McGregor is back and fighting well.
0: Now, if you paid money to see this fight, <laughs> it was over in less than a minute. I mean, I wonder what people are thinking about
1: that. I mean, this is kind of the, the the Mike Tyson problem, right? This was a big issue back in the '90s as well, right? When when a lot of people were buying, you know, big heavyweight championship fight. Tickets and and they'd barely sit in their seats. They'd have one bite of popcorn and suddenly the thing would be over. Uh, UFC fights, much like boxing fights, you get a lot of undercards as well. And UFC does, you know, they do their best to try to create, you know, big big events, not just the main event. In this case, the the McGregor fight. Uh, but yeah, I would imagine if you were, you know, looking forward to a, to a, to a big nice maybe multi round fight, you might be a little disappointed that it took less than a minute for for McGregor to finish this guy off.
0: This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr. Along with the missing in action, Scott Soschnick. we miss you, Scott, and Evan.
1: We're here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. And you can join us again at the end of the week. We speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business world.
0: You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online, where you get your podcasts.